Hello everyone and I'm overjoyed to tell you that the Purna Yog podcast was amongst the top 10 podcasts by Anchor in the 1 to 15 minutes category for the month of December 2022. Thank you for listening and making this happen. Your love means the world to me. And I would urge you to show this love by rating the podcast so that others feel inspired to join the community. Much love to all of you. Hi, I'm Shikha. I'm a holistic growth coach and the founder of Purnio. And welcome to a brand new episode of the Purnio by Shikha Pandey podcast. How long are you going to wait before you demand the best for yourselves? Asked Epictetus. In a world where nothing is certain except for death, I hope the answer to this question naturally that comes to you is now. Now is when I'm going to demand the best for myself. And yet, we keep deprioritizing ourselves or what is best for us knowingly and many a times unknowingly. because we are not even aware of what is the best for us and even when we do know what is best we push acting on it to some other day or sometime in the future we often want to put a date to when we would start a new habit or start making new choices or change our old patterns beginning of the year on my birthday or on a significant day You know, we put these timelines of starting something new at some point of time. Why would we do that? I will come to this in a bit. But we do waste a lot of time in waiting for the right time, the right situation, or when we are capable enough to demand the best for ourselves. Now, we may assume that this demand, the demand for the very best, is something that we make from others but in fact receiving the very best for or from the world is an outcome of demanding the very best for ourselves from ourselves believing in our capabilities knowing that we deserve to live this life to the fullest believing that we are good enough and worthy and leaving no stone unturned to make this a reality for ourselves is what demanding this for ourselves looks like as abraham maslow said if you plan on being anything less than you're capable of being you will probably be unhappy all the days of your life so are you denying yourself the joy we all want joy but we also make excuses for the lack of it now tell me If you were overweight and it is affecting your well-being do you tend to tell yourself oh this is just genetic or this is just my age or do you take charge of your eating habit your hydration regular sleep exercise or reducing your stress levels if you are naturally not charismatic do you tell yourself oh i can never be a good leader Or do you work on improving your public speaking skills? 
and you work on your sense of humor timing. If you don't enjoy your job, do you tell yourselves, oh, most people don't enjoy their job. This is just to earn my bread. Or do you take charge by re-looking at your purpose, working with a coach, updating your profile on LinkedIn, upskilling yourself, increasing and improving your network, building your personal brand to attract the right kind of opportunities for yourself? We know what's not working. We may even know what we need to do about it. And yet we say, I will start it from X, Y, Z time in the future. And now we come back to that question. Why do we do this? This is procrastination kicking in. And this happens because even though we know that a habit or a choice is good for us, it is not easy to incorporate it. Because it also requires us to break away from old, established, comfortable patterns. And that can be challenging. Giving up sugar, reading, habit being inculcated, working out regularly, moving away from negative self-talk. We all have at some point wanted to overcome one or all of these and struggled with it. So we may have what is called as task aversion. And it's such situations when we are actually taking up something challenging, this may arise. Task aversion is feeling that the task that we need to do is boring, complex, or too tough. And then we, or rather our mind, makes it its job to avoid it. When we are under distress like this, the rational part of the brain, that is the prefrontal cortex, shuts down. And we move from the parasympathetic nervous system, which is responsible for us being in a state of calm and relaxation, we shift into the fright flight of pre-mode, which is the sympathetic nervous system. This is the time when the amygdala, the part of the brain that moderates the fear response, gets activated and it takes over. This is the amygdala hijack and the brain now starts working toward removing the threat from the present moment or rather than the perceived threat which in this case is caused by the distress of feeling that the task is very complex or very tough, even though the task is something which is good for us. So what can we do? What are the people who are growing and thriving doing? What are the shifts that we need to make? Here are a few of the things that we can do. Learn to be with the discomfort. When we begin to procrastinate on a regular basis, we are choosing instant gratification over distant reward and future goals. Repairing our mood and us feeling challenged or in stress at this moment when we are feeling it becomes our priority number one. If we want to overcome procrastination instead of fleeing away from uncomfortable feelings, we would learn, need to learn to sit with them for a bit. Identifying the negative emotion, understanding and acknowledging it, and preparing to work with it while we work on our task. And this is where the practice of meditation is greatly beneficial. Meditation is all about sitting with things as they are, 
without judgment, without wanting to change them. Another beautiful practice that we can really do is to just keep all the distractions away and immerse ourselves in the task at hand, even though we feel that it's challenging for just 10 minutes, putting a timer of 10 minutes. And at the end of 10 minutes, if we still don't like it and we still, still find it very challenging, we let it be. And then come back to it maybe later in the day or the next day. And again, 10 minutes. And again, 10 minutes. And this way, we build a friendly relationship with the task and are eventually overcoming our bias towards it. Another important thing to keep in mind is to focus on doing just one thing and taking just one step. Don't think about reaching the goal, finishing the task. For example, if you want to begin a workout routine, don't think about being the best, getting the app, or losing an X number on the scale. Instead, focus on simply showing up for your workout and doing what you can do and feel the good hormones kick in at the end of the workout and just enjoy that. Just soak it in that moment. Everything else that's going to happen is going to be a byproduct and will happen eventually. But results don't show up immediately. If abs is all that is driving you, you may not even see it for months together. And that could actually demotivate you. Another important thing to keep in mind is that to be able to get going with a change, to be able to get going toward becoming the best version, it is very important to be okay with not being perfect. I have talked in detail about the futile chase for perfection when there is nothing like perfection in the previous podcast episodes as well. But the idea of perfection definitely leads us away from the path of being a better version because it kicks in procrastination big time. We might feel paralyzed to start working on something because we might think that what is needed is to do this perfectly or we can't do that because we are not capable enough. Instead of waiting to be perfect or be better prepared, just dive into the task and improvise on the go as you learn and as you become more familiar. Taking the first step towards moving out of your comfort zone is what will empower you. For example, you might have taken up a new role that requires you to make presentations and PowerPoint presentations are not one of your areas of strength. Then keep it simple. Don't go into making one with a lot of pictures or too much of text, just keep it super simple. White slides with black text on it works just fine and as you get more comfortable with it, pick it up from there. But keep it simple, take that full step. Don't look at comparing yourself to another person or an idea of perfection that you have and that stops you from taking this big step of stepping out of your comfort zone and actually presenting in front of people. Another important thing is to choose what emotion do you want to associate with the task. Choose the emotion you want to focus on. Even though a task may seem tough or challenging or boring, but instead you could define it as an opportunity to learn something new, a new challenge, a chance for you to get better at something. And think about the sense of accomplishment you feel once you get going with it. Add meaning to what are you doing. Redirect your attention. 
We don't lose at the level of the action. Most of the time we lose something at the level of the mind. And coming to mind, another important aspect of getting on this path of demanding the best and creating the best for yourself is to cultivate mindfulness. All the time we spend daydreaming, planning, distracted, mindlessly scrolling on our cell phones or computers is taking us away from the action time. These thoughts and distractions have nothing or no contribution towards the task at hand. Begin by constantly becoming aware about what do you think when you're now no longer present in your task. The tools that I offer through my coaching for to accomplish this are things like preparing an effective to-do list, time management, mindfulness practices, and they are the ones that enable you to become more aware. And once you become more aware, you become more resilient. That means that you're able to bounce back into the task way quicker from a distraction than otherwise you would. People who are constantly becoming the best versions of themselves and evolving want to become the best version in the first place. So if you don't have the confidence, then you need to build that. Because hard work alone is not all that it takes to become the best. We have always been told to focus on our work and with the focus we will become the best. Yes, we will get better at the work to the extent of best, but at the work that we are doing. Like if I am or I keep singing the same song for days and months, I will get better at it. But does that mean it is my best version of myself? It's very important to understand what are we focusing on? Where are we directing our energies? One thing we get better at is the stepping stone to the next thing. We need to keep moving on. Hard work is often people think all about just doing the same thing over and over again and putting in the best effort. We forget that it's also about getting better at something and then from there stepping on to the next, constantly evolving and growing. And all these things that we get better at, they must all fuel our sense of purpose and joy. When you truly study performers in any field, what sets them apart is not the physical skill, but how they control their mind. And Stan Beecham said this, and amazing and so true. It is important to know our purpose or our source of joy. And that's crucial for becoming the best versions of ourselves. There's an amazing documentary called Jiro Dreams of Sushi, which is about this 85-year-old man, Jiro, whose sushi dinner, which approximately costs around $300, is booked several months in advance from people traveling from all over the world. And Jiro says that his only mission is to create the best sushi. Just one perfect piece of sushi and this is his purse and that's what drives him. It's not about creating a chain of restaurants or sushi malls. It is just creating that best sushi. And that perfection is such an ongoing process. And that is what keeps us fueling to becoming the best version. The perfection is not a place that you reach or something you accomplish. Perfection or the way to perfection is a journey that you take constantly evolving into the best version of yourself. Be mindful about what are you putting your energy into today? 
Is it serving your sense of purpose? Is your work, your choices serving your purpose? And purpose is not always about your job. In fact, it is about everything. It encapsulates your entire life. Your purpose could be being the fittest version of yourself mentally, physically and emotionally. Or your purpose could be being the best leader. Your purpose could be being the kindest person. It's important to know your purpose or your source of joy so that then you can make a choice that it reflects in everything that you do. Let me ask you a question. Your goal, your dreams, your aspiration, the ones that have been there but aren't moving forward, have you accepted them as something you cannot accomplish? Let me tell you a story here. The story of the elephant and the rope. Once a man saw a number of elephants in the outskirts of a forest and they were tied to trees. But they were only tied by a simple small rope. One they could break easily. But none of them did. The man asked the elephant owner, why are they tied uh, this way? And the owner responded, when the elephants were very young, they were tied using a small rope. And the rope then were enough to hold them there. But when they get older, they become conditioned to believe that they cannot set themselves free. So they never do. If you accept your circumstances as they are, you are the elephant tied to the rope. The more you think it is possible, the more it becomes possible. And similarly, the more you think it is not possible, it never shall be. Now let's talk about what are your expectations from the outcome. There is something known as Pygmalion Effect that refers to situations where high expectations lead to improved performance and low expectations lead to worsened performance. Unless we believe we can, we never will be. This is one of my personal practices of making a conscious shift, especially before a competition or an application. I always focus on acing it by believing and trusting that I am capable and deserving of this. That means that in your mind, you believe that this is yours. You believe that the outcome will be positive. And when you think about it like that, you already trust that you have the capability. And when you present or when you apply or when you reach out with those capabilities and that confidence, you behave differently. You showcase things differently. It all starts from you. It all starts from us. It begins from this place. This place of deep trust that we are deserving, that we are capable. And then to take the reins of our life in our own hand. And making these conscious shifts and changes to walk on this path. And to always know that the answer to how long are you going to wait before you demand the best for yourself? The answer should be not a minute longer than right now. Now is your time. Take charge of it. Time is the most precious resource that we have. And there is no better time than now. If you would want to reach out to me, feel free to write to me on the email ID given in the description below. I look forward to hearing from you. 
And I once again thank you for all the love that you share on this podcast. I wish you well-being. Namaste.